Com. 92.7 WMAY. Springfield's News and Talk. So earlier this morning, while a lot of us were sleeping, including myself, I chose not to stay at the State House until uh, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, it would have uh, probably have uh, been detrimental to my health. <laughs> but uh, still up early this morning, letting you know what happened late last night into the early morning hours with the House passing a amendment to Senate Bill 2226 that... Uh, prohibits the future sale of certain types of semi-automatic weapons. It also uh, leads to the prohibition of possession of magazines of 12 rounds or more. It expands the firearm restraining order from six months to 12 months uh, and and also creates a task force to go after gun trafficking. Uh, So to talk about this bill, some more detail uh, and why this was necessary, in his opinion, is State Representative LaShawn Ford, a Democrat out of Chicago. It's all Always great to see you and hear from you. Thanks for taking time with us this morning. Hopefully you got some sleep. Good morning. Good morning, Bishop. Yes, no no need to sleep. We got work to do, but I did get some shut-eye. So you guys are back at it today, and uh, what do you anticipate happening uh, with this bill after it passed the uh, Illinois House? Is it going to be brought up in the Illinois Senate? Well, I think that um, the process is that we passed um, – the bill in the um, House, and we send it to the Senate, and the president um, will receive it and uh, review it. And um, I guess he would speak with his caucus about whether or not this is a measure that they could pass in their chamber. Of course, both chambers are different. Um, and so what passes in the House sometimes is not palpable for the Senate, but we believe we sent the bill over simple enough for the Senate to um, consider. Now, uh, yesterday, of course, uh, it was uh, rather rapid when it all came together. We've been watching House Bill 5855. There were three hearings, 12 hours of debate uh, in different committees uh, throughout the past few weeks. Uh, But then in the afternoon hours, we get the note of an amendment to a Senate bill, and uh, it did provide some changes from House Bill 5855. But just uh, in your understanding, uh, briefly encapsulate what the House amendment to Senate Bill 2226 does that passed in the early morning hours this morning? Well, what it did and what it's going to do if it becomes law, it will ban the sale of assault weapons in um, the state of Illinois, the sale and manufacturing of these um, guns in the state. That's a big deal. We, We are not under any illusion that this bill is the panacea for public safety in the state of Illinois. But this is a smart approach. It will immediately prohibit the sale of assault weapons and extended ammunition uh, magazines and rapid fire modifications for guns. That's a, I mean, that's a step in the right direction, um, even though we know it's not the panacea and it's not going to stop gun violence in um, Illinois, but it will help save lives. And that's what we're supposed to do. Do everything with the understanding that it will 
improve uh, public safety in Illinois. We're talking with State Representative LaShawn Ford, a Democrat out of Chicago. You were one of the sponsors of uh, House Bill 5855 and also one of the sponsors of the House Amendment to Senate Bill 2226 that did ultimately pass the Illinois House. Uh, and I, I want to kind of uh, touch base just a little bit of uh, you sitting next to the Speaker last night, sitting next to the Governor on the House floor. Uh, what was that like, uh, seeing, seeing that image uh, in the early morning hours of the debate and the governor sitting there on the house floor uh tell us uh, kind of uh, how that how that played out well i think that it's a sign that one that the governor listens to the um the will of the people i mean this bill passage is not only because governor jb pritzker and speaker welch and uh members of the general assembly that voted for it it's not because they and we wanted it to pass only it's because we had hearings meetings and there were uh, taxpayers that stood up and demanded the action and so it brought the governor into the house chamber to use his um his i would say persuasion and show his support for all those um advocates and and um, victims of violence that's what that was when you had the governor and the speaker both come together in the House to push this measure across the finish line. You know, Illinois is leading in in this now. Representative, uh, the governor mentioned some public polling that happened, uh, but other indications of uh, popularity uh, of, of a bill could be seen in uh, witness slips. Uh, and we've seen each one of these hearings, even the one uh, yesterday afternoon, the witness slips in opposition dwarfed those who support this. And we also saw uh, several dozen uh, proponents of, of gun control at the State House yesterday. Uh, but I've seen in years past thousands upon thousands, upwards to 7,000 people fill uh, the Capitol Rotunda who oppose more gun control. H- how do you uh, balance that out? How do you make sense of that uh, in, in the idea that uh, this has broad support versus people saying, well, no, uh, it doesn't have broad support? Well, you know, when you think about the gun policies and legislation action in um, government, the NRA has years of um, what you call organized efforts where they could turn on a switch immediately and bring people to slip in opposition, come to Springfield um, in support of their measures. When you talk about the counter, you're talking about moms, dads, brothers and sisters, and neighbors and doctors that actually work jobs and they take time off because of the passion that they have and the sympathy that they have for the people that have been victims. You don't turn their switches on the way you turn on the switch of members of the NRA. These people have real jobs that they have to continue to um, go to. And I'm not saying that the members of the NRA that could just come at the drop of a dime don't. But they're organized, and they've been organized for a very, very long time. And so I hope that what we have today in the passage of um, this Senate bill, that it's going to begin to organize people that really want more sensible um, gun legislation and public safety measures passed. 
this should be our ability to bring people together to fight for better public policy as it relates to um, gun safety. You know, the bill also, as you mentioned, it's going to also deal with dealing with our border states. And the governor is going to uh, make sure that the state police um, uh, put this strike force together and work with the uh, federal government to try to cut the flow of illegal guns into Illinois. That's a big deal as well. And I think there was uh, support for that from Republicans. And we're going to talk with uh, State Representative C.D. Davidsmeyer after 730. And he mentioned that in the House committee saying he supports that idea, uh, but he doesn't support the idea of gun registration or uh, potentially turning uh, you know, several million people into uh, criminals if indeed they don't comply with this law of registration or getting rid of magazines of over 12 rounds. Um, it, it, the 12 rounds issue, Why? what was it that went from 10 to 12? What? Uh, can you talk through that process when it comes to yeah. uh, that modification there? Well, when you talk about um, having semi, having automatics, um, having guns modified to become automatic that could shoot with one pull of a trigger 12 rounds or before this bill <clears throat> became law could shoot multiple um, with one pull. So what we're saying is we're not going to take away the uh, mechanism that allows for a individual to modify a uh, revolver and that could ultimately just shoot one round per uh, pool. We said, why don't we at least, if there's going to be an incident that as you heard Bob Morgan speak about how there was a pause in the killing and shooting of people in Highland Park because the uh, the suspect actually had to change the magazine and it actually allowed people to escape and get away from the criminal that shot people in Highland Park. So it simply delays and allows for victims to have a chance at living. That's what uh, limiting how many rounds could be shot in um, a modified gun does. You know, I, I think that it has to be made clear that our attempt here was a big deal to do two things, to stop the sale of assault weapons in Illinois. So you will hear people talk about this bill will do nothing. Well, if this bill becomes law, it will do something and it will help save lives. There's no doubt that if you can stop a criminal from shooting um, 12 or 15 rounds with one pull of a trigger, that that's going to help save some lives. So it will do something. And I look forward to constantly talking with members of the NRA and people that may not be totally in support of this bill yet to find out if there are modifications that we need to do to um, bring them on board to stronger uh, public policy for uh, gun owners. 
Representative, just one last thing on this, and then I want to uh, kind of look ahead uh, at some of your uh, goals and some of your hopes and concerns for the next General Assembly. But uh, when it comes to the the issues of Highland Park, the tragedy there, or in Aurora, uh, has anybody been held accountable at Illinois State Police uh, for for dropping the ball on not going after the Aurora uh, mass shooter or uh, dropping the ball on allowing for the suspect in the Highland Park shooting to, to get a firearm? Has anybody at the Illinois State Police been fired? Has Have they been held accountable for, for dropping the ball there? Well, I, I can't answer that. Um, I know that the director has been um, diligent in working with the legislature to make sure that this type of um, stuff never happens again. I don't know if um, anybody's been fired, but I know the director has been working with um, with the legislature and the governor to make sure that um, this, if it was a fault of theirs, that it will never happen again. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for um, Director Kelly for doing that. And I think the governor actually made um, immediate um, executive orders and the House Act actually passed measures to um, fix any problems there. I know the uh, state police also filed new rules. They say clarified some things on their end, but uh, uh, we'll we'll follow up on that issue. Uh, New General Assembly starts January 11th. Uh, What are you looking forward to? What do you hope for? What do you have concerns about? Well, I got to tell you one thing that will be top of order for my legislation is to introduce a bill to deal with people that are um, have depression and um, mental health issues, and that will be to entertain and start the conversation on legalizing mushrooms in Illinois. Yeah, and we've talked about that in the past, and I think uh, you and I are going to definitely have to have that conversation again in the very near future. So uh, looking forward to it. Uh, State Representative LaShawn Ford, I greatly appreciate you always being willing to join us and to take the questions, and uh, it's a pleasure seeing you as always. We'll talk again soon, all right? Thank you, Bishop. Have a great day. Hey, you too, and Happy New Year, all right? It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY.